check it out. Hello. Hello. Okay. Hello. Okay, cool. Hello. Every Rush song. Hello, and welcome to the Rush Discush, where the discush is Rush, and to Every Rush Song, where we will discuss Every Rush Song. And tonight, we're discussing two songs with our new friends from the Rush Discush. Hey, Adam and Julianne, how are y'all doing? Doing great. You're great. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, because we're going yeah. to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Not good really to be a simulcast, but we're going to both release on Friday. Yep. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> this is kind of long in the working, because I don't even remember when we first touched base on Twitter is like, it feels like a century ago. And then we finally like got back and forth and then finally we're able to make it work. But yeah, I'm super excited that we can finally, can finally do this thing. Yeah. And that was totally my fault because I went and looked at messages for something else last <laughs> week. And I saw, Oh man, he emailed me like two months ago. I am, <laughs> I am the worst and it's true. It I am the worst. Yeah. It, it right. worked out though because we had a bunch of random stuff pop up anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, the timing ended up being good. Yeah. Well, along with uh, with every rush song, my two friends from long, long ago below me on the Zoom grid here, my friend Jay, and then diagonally down, um, Bill Brady. <laughs> I can't think of the Brady bunch names. Tom Brady. I don't know. We're not the Brady. Mike, guys, so. Mike, Mike Brady. It yes, was Mike, Mike Brady. Brady. Say hello <laughs> to Mike Brady, ladies and gentlemen, in the bottom corner. Here's the story of lovely ladies. <laughs> Tim knows a lot of 70s songs. So, <laughs> so how did y'all, I know that um, probably people that listen to Rush Discuss know this, but I think that neither of our Every Rush Song listeners will know adam and julianne how y'all got into rush um so i kind of was born into rush <laughs> my my dad was a huge rush fan and my mom um she didn't wasn't into all of the all of the albums or anything but she did really like permanent waves and so i grew up with spirit of radio um i I don't have a memory where I don't remember like listening to that song. But when I was really little, it was this salesman song. That's what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So then as I got, as I grew older, I only knew a couple of the songs like free will and spirit of radio um, entree new. And then when I was like 12 or so, I, was like okay i wanted to find out more about this and then just kind of went crazy and then my first concert actually was the r30 concert and that's when it kind of solidified that that was my favorite band of all time and i just got super into listening to everything and um it was that you know i was like the perfect age to be able to discover the albums because i could actually remember a time when i didn't know moving pictures so like I can remember where I was when I first heard YYZ and like had my brain explode. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I've just kind of been a rabid diehard Rush fan ever since. I have an opposite story. <laughs> I didn't like Rush growing up because 
don't know. I just thought that it was, you know, like very many people are like, who's this guy with the high voice? And I'm not enjoying this at all. And except for like, I had a mix CD as a teenager that had Limelight and Closer to the Heart. And I was like, well, these two songs are fine, I guess. So like, whatever. But then it wasn't <laughs> until Adam and I were married and we, I think we had our first kid at that point and we were like, hey, let's both show each other music that we liked from our youth. And like, we'll listen to a different album or a different song every week or something. So it was Adam's turn to show me stuff. And he's like, okay, you're going to start listening to Rush. And I was like, fine, I guess, <laughs> whatever. I think 2018 or something, yeah. 2018. And so then he's like, we have to listen to every song, but you have to watch or not watch. You have to listen with the album sleeve and you have to look at all the lyrics. And I was like, all right, that's fine, I guess. That's and so advice. it was that kind of listening that then like completely hooked me because reading the lyrics is a way different experience listening to Rush because you actually get it <laughs> and yeah. also I was post-college at that point with a music degree so I had a wider appreciation and understanding of music I think that made a huge difference for me and so then I was like ready to receive <laughs> Rush at that point <laughs> and so we did we listened to every single album every single song the whole discography and then at that point I was completely hooked and literally listened to nothing else for like the next two years not even joking like it was just Rush and then like now we have a Rush podcast so <laughs> you just never know well done so Adam. Cool. well done. you might <laughs> be husband of the year with that story I mean. <laughs> yeah. and wasn't it hold your fire was the big one for you right isn't that the song did I have that right was it hold, was that the big song that Oh, for me or for Adam? Not Hold Your Fire. I mean, Mission. Wasn't that the Mission. big song that you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that... Mission. Yeah, Mission was definitely a huge one. Um, but it was so interesting because, like, as with me, having already gone through, like, the stages of um, getting obsessed about a certain song, a certain album, and seeing Julianne's, like, oh, okay, Grace Under Pressure is the one she's listening to over and over again. Oh, yeah. And then it was Hold Your Fire over and over again. Yeah, that's and... true. Yeah. I had an obsession with Roll the Bones for a good long time, too. Yeah. But it is the only sad thing is that I got into Rush too late because I never got to go to a concert. So I'm pretty bummed about that. But that's okay. We watched them on the projector <laughs> in our house. Uh -oh. You've upset Tim. Tim. Oh, no. Tim's <laughs> triggered. So I'm sorry. Fine. I'm so she's sad. Fine, she's doing well. She's okay. I, I feel as silent scream begin inside. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but but, but I, yeah, you were far from the bringer of balance, Tim. So You're hang so on. Sad a second. that she didn't get to see Rush. That's what. That's why you. Yeah. Yeah, so you weren't. So hang anger. on. Now maybe my timeline's a little off here. So <laughs> you weren't quite yet a Rush fanatic for R40. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. At least tell me this. Oh no. And so help me. <laughs> if you haven't, I'm going to send mine bullets your way. Oh no. Can we say you that have, Not again, Tim? Not you again. have watched the concerts. Yes. Okay. We watched on... concerts okay. and we've watched all documentaries more than one time. You don't Wait. understand how that just saved your life. Yes. <laughs> and on in surround sound on our giant projector. Nice. Of... Yes. So yes. Very I... nice. as close can as I can watch? possibly get. Okay. <laughs> yes. videos of some of the concerts? 
That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, we watch them. Our kids like to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Oh man, even raising the kids right. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Rock. We'll like put the songs on in the car, and P- well, our oldest son, he'd be like, "Oh, I love this one. I like this music," and I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. yeah I was working <laughs> yes. out. Well done. Mom and Dad. A couple months ago, and um, Love Little Strange Auto came on, and our middle child came up. He had to run up and tell me. He's like. He's two, and he's the. He had to tell me, I really like this music. <laughs> and he ran off to play more, but yes, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But anyway, got, what about I, y'all? <laughs> well, I was uh, I was introduced to Rush in a really small, poor town up in uh, Delaware, which is completely not true. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I I spent my youth as a huge Osmond fan, and then I progressed to Kiss, and then ACDC. The natural and then, progression. The natural yeah, progression. The natural, the natural <laughs> it's like the one four of five, of right? Yes, musical rock interest. And uh, but my next door neighbor had uh bought on record album <laughs> permanent waves so, and mm. i was over there hanging out and uh yeah they played spirit of radio and free will and just like you julianne i was like man it's like a girl singing i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't paying attention to the music it was just the girl singing but then um as I started to take drum lessons and getting into playing drums, you just, it's a magnet. It just brings you in. It's like Cygnus X1 to the Rasanate. You know, it's mysterious, invisible force just sucked it right in. And that's what Rush did to me listening to the drums and so Rush is your black hole. <laughs> That's twice he's referred to himself as Cygnus indirectly. So yes. interesting. Interesting. Uh, yes, I am the god of balance. <laughs> so yes. that was it for me. Now, Jay, on our second episode, had a, a really interesting story about his introduction to Rush, which turned out to not have anything to do with Rush. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I think it was uh, about my first kiss. Yeah, not yeah. the See, not the band, but he uh, apparently didn't raise the question well. And yes, I, I misunderstood the question. <laughs> yeah, my introduction to Rush was when uh, years ago, when uh, there was a local wrestling group that was very you know regionally they were pretty popular, the Von Erichs and and. Uh, and the lot and um one of the von erics his the music that he came out to was tom sawyer i'm like oh i like that song like who is this band and uh you know i kind of listened to that song a little bit but didn't really pay much attention to rush until i met tim and uh this guy named billy remember billy Tim. Yeah, Billy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and 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 Shane and you guys kind of introduced me to Rush and I remember I'm like I, I think I was I don't know if it was riding with Tim or Shane but uh it was they were in they were in bands and I I was going to see them they were rehearsing and uh we're listening to Rush and I'm like what is this what is this magical magical stuff and I, I, when I heard of Rush, I always thought Rush was like, I guess in my my mind, they were going to be like this really loud, just screaming, really heavy thing. And I'm like, these guys are amazing. And then, of course, being a band geek on top of that, just, you know, I think I, I don't know a single guy in band that didn't like Rush. <laughs> that was true. That was my problem. I wasn't in band. I was an orchestra. I should have been in band. No. I Rush. What instrument? <laughs> Violin. Oh, cool. Ah, cool. Okay, so have you, figured, have you figured out how to play the uh, string parts <laughs> on Nobody's Hero? I haven't. I haven't. Or the at garden? It. <laughs> no, I probably could figure it out, but I haven't sat down and done it. All right, you're excused from the podcast. I need you to go learn wow. it right now and wow. perform it. You got Man. 20 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Tim's rough. I'm I'll telling get you. back to you. <laughs> we were not told there would be sight reading today. <laughs> or, or you can go. Have you ever listened to Exit Stage Right? <laughs> Some of it, yeah. Yeah, the the it's the string quartet doing songs from Exit Stage Left. Jay <laughs> and Shane, you're looking at me like I'm an idiot because <laughs> you are, and I didn't look at you. But but it is. Well, I just thought it's, I know it's, that it's called Exit Stage Right, and it's a string quartet oh. that. Oh, I bet that's awesome. Is that the Vitamin String Quartet? Yes. Is it? Oh, they're good. Yeah. Yes. Now it's fun, to, it's fun to learn. New things. Yeah. Well, I apparently I'm really truly the only Rush fan <laughs> on our podcast. Apparently. That's what you keep saying. Apparently. Well, he is the subject matter expert for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I mean, look where he's recording from now. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a picture and it's I, I'm it's at St. Catherine's Cathedral. I don't know why these people are just standing behind me. <laughs> Get they up have back it. there. <laughs> that lady looks upset and you're you're not even trying to comfort she her. She just won't even stop crying. Look at her. <laughs> she's just, yeah, she's no just sad. No nerve. Just sad. And that one kid right there is just screaming. I'm about to throw my shoe at it. <laughs> That'll <Tim's> learn him. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, my parents made they read some book about how all rock musicians were satan worshipers and all these other bad things so they made me throw away all of my records and i wasn't allowed to listen to any rock and roll or anything and then i was at, at a party once and somebody was playing it was a uh, um, permanent waves because i heard spirit of radio and free will and i just stopped and i went over to their record player and i just kept playing those two songs over and over again <laughs> and i found a cassette and i recorded them so that i could take them home and sneak them into my walkman at home and listen to <laughs> oh it and i just decided and that was it i mean that because i was at first i was like yeah i can't listen to them if, if all those people are bad i can't listen to those groups and i was okay with it but then 
when I when I heard the Rush songs, I was like, no, this is this is what <laughs> I'm going to listen to no matter what. Mm-hmm. Awesome. In fact, can I tell you a real quick story about Shane? Oh boy. Now Shane won't remember this because <laughs> he doesn't remember anything further than nine years ago. But when we well were after in, the accident, you know, well yeah after the accident. But when yeah. we were in junior high, we had this little. There was no accident. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it it was like this little church group thing. It wasn't really associated with one specific church. I don't remember, but it was called Alpha and Omega. And so once a week, you know, the the leaders of this, you know, uh, and and the, they'd plan it out, but you would go to somebody's house and yada, 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 yada. Well, this one week it was being held at my house and Shane and our friend, Kevin. Okay. I remember went back to my room (laughs) because now at this point, not only am I listening to rush, but I've opened up my eyes to Judas priest and Ozzy. Oh Yeah. And they get, they turn on my record player and they're playing. It's a live concert called Speak of the Devil. <laughs> and and they, they go back there and they're just cranking it. And then they both come out and they're holding the album cover, which has got Ozzy sitting on this throne holding a cross with, well, we all figured it was jello coming out of his mouth. You know, and, and hey, look what Tim's got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to throw me under the bus there. I would never do that to you now, Tim. No. Okay, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Fun. All right. So um usually the rush discuss, you guys will have your brackets of rush songs and you have a tournament style where you pick two songs every episode and you discuss them and then at the end of the show you pick a winner and the winner has to be unanimous right you can't split yeah. no ties yeah. and so for your next bracket which was the the odd ducks bracket mm-hmm. uh we picked a couple of songs for tonight that or for today that you two don't have paired up in your bracket and so the four of us five of us so i see four squares the five of us are going to do a preseason game of of your upcoming bracket with which songs? Oh, we've got Vital Signs and The Twilight Zone. And so very nice. Yeah, so the very whole nice. idea with this bracket with the odd ducks, and the reason it's called the odd ducks is because all these songs are, are kind of either outliers on in Russia's discography, or like there's not really a way to kind of they don't necessarily fit with the rest of the album as far as like musical ideas or like lyrics sometimes um but it's still a hundred percent rush and you and that's but it's like shows you kind of their their other side um and so you know we've got the twilight zone vital signs but other stuff like cinderella man kid gloves between sun and moon ones where it's like it's a different kind of sound than than other their stuff and so um with that also we're doing more kind of goofy things like we've already recorded but set to release um later down the bracket um where guess the ai art 
um, guess the song from the AI art, guess the oh. the song from just the drum part alone, um, stuff like that where we're just kind of having more fun versus last bracket was a little bit more serious. So this is kind of a way to kind of have that kind of mirror what Rush is where they have some of their more serious songs and then you go see them live and Alex is ranting about random crap. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, just kind of a way to, to honor Rush and their weirdness as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the only difference tonight is we don't have to have unanimous yes. choice. We can all choose yeah. what we want to be the winner for ourselves because that would be really hard to choose one winner. <laughs> Oh, there will be a winner. <laughs> <laughs> We're all winners. We're all winners because We're, we like We're fans Rush. of Rush. Because exactly. we like Rush. Exactly. Yeah. We won the cool music. If you want to be a winner, be a Rush fan. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> Nobody said that in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says it now. Or 92. We're, yeah. we're still weirdos right now like well it's just like what dave grohl said inducting them into the rock and roll hall of the fame the hall, hall of the, the fame, fame? Yeah. hall <laughs> of the fame yeah hall of notes when did rush become cool <laughs> yep. trick question <laughs> yeah. they were never cool they were right. awesome. you just say blah 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 yeah. blah blah, blah. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> that was so funny when I showed her that video. <laughs> the whole time she's like, "I cannot believe he did that." But I can now. <laughs> That's yeah, so great. <laughs> oh man, I just love hey, their bro. sense of humor. They have that band just has such a great sense of humor. So Twilight Zone. Shall we start with Twilight Zone? Yeah, perfect. Of the two, since T comes before. V. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? Let's see. Jay. Oh man. <laughs> well, and you know what it was, Jay? I'll what? tell you, Jay. You had me at lamp. I well, I do love lamp. <laughs> Jay, love lamp. do you? Do you really love lamp? Or you I just love name lamp. things that you see? I love lamp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um that's gonna get old sometime, but I, I not any time in the it's near. It's never gonna get old to me. Not in twenty twenty three. Right. So, uh, the Twilight Zone. I, I I listened to that probably twenty or thirty times in the last couple of days. <laughs> and uh, first of all, I like it, which mm. um, which there's that. But what I noticed about it is that it's more of a more of a classic rock sound to it than your typical post first album rush uh with the guitar in the beginning it sounds like bostonish mm -hmm. uh, okay. yeah and then uh during the chorus getty's vocal vocals i noticed they were moving from the right speaker then slowly to the left speaker and then the second time through the chorus after alex's bluesy guitar thingy uh he, he he doubles the vocal uh, sung and whispered. I'd never noticed that before. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> it's such a cool effect. It was ASMR before ASMR was cool. <laughs> exactly. Or was it AMSR? ASMR. 
So I went and looked up to see what this was, the whole, what was, you know, what it was about. And uh, duh, it's about the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh. but, but, you know, Neil Peart was a big fan of the Twilight Zone. So these, there's two verses. The first verse of this song is based upon an episode called Will the Real Martian Please Stand Up? Which is kind of cool. And then the second Versus based on on one called Stop Over in Quiet Town. I don't know about you guys, but I've seen every episode of Twilight Zone probably multiple times. <laughs> I just I love, that, love show. that show. I'm not sure if I've ever watched a single episode all the way through. Really? I know. I know. And wow. I'm that's weird. All right, Tim, you're yeah. excused from the show. <laughs> the yeah, Tim. You Thank you very kindly. <laughs> go watch all the episodes of Twilight Zone and then come back. You have 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I really like that song. And again, uh, I found it to be, I did. I hear. I heard a little Boston in there. I heard a little classic rock sound to it. And by the way, I, guess I texted you guys earlier this week, Tim and Shane. Uh, I... I have been opposed to discussing the first Rush album because, you know, Neil Peart wasn't in the band and it really, the lyrics were more, you know, your typical classic rock, rock and roll lyrics type of thing. And I went back and listened to that this week and um, I can, I could admit it. I was wrong. It's, it's a pretty good <laughs> album, but I, I wouldn't call it a Rush album. Uh, they weren't really Rush yet. Uh, even though they were called Rush, <laughs> but uh, and Tim's having Tim's struggling tonight. <laughs> I thought that was a great album, but before, know, I, I digress. Before the Beatles got their first record deal, and they had Pete Best as the drummer, they were still the Beatles. <laughs> did they, were they? Uh, did, were they? Did they record with Pete Best on drums? I mean, I think they did probably some demo recordings. No, no, they I, didn't. I, <laughs> okay. I don't know, but, it, but but they were still the the Beatles. Well, yeah, okay. it's still Rush, and you can That's hear Rush there, but it was a very different. It was a different sound for Rush. It wasn't what the Rush became. Well, right, but I mean, everybody goes through that. <laughs> Not me. I've been exactly the same since I was two. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we will get to that album eventually on our podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Very, very eventually. But yeah, I like the song. I, I really didn't pay attention to it that much because, you know, the other songs, because that's such a great <laughs> album. <laughs> it is the odd duck, is it not? It is. But I totally agree with that. It's, it is an odd duck. That's, uh, that's a good way to put it. The cool thing about this song is you hear the phrase, a picture is worth a thousand words. So you think you get a photograph that can have all this information in it, you know, a thousand words worth, but then you take three episodes of a show and what, so maybe an hour, if you're looking at commercial breaks and all that, mm -hmm. and then 60 minutes of a show, then condensed into four verses of a song, who else can condense 60 minutes of pictures into four verses of a song other than Neil. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I think I could do it probably. But... <laughs> other than Neil and Jay. No. 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 It's 
yeah I, I just love um there was a period of time where i listened to this song over and over and over like it was because rush was the impetus for me to try to learn guitar because i'd played piano since i was four but then um rush was like what got me to be like okay i really wanted to do guitar and twilight zone was one of those songs fly by night was the the main one but then twilight zone i was just like i love this guitar sound it um because it that guitar sound stuck out way more to me than the rest of the guitar song guitar sounds on 2112 just because it was so different um it had more of that you know reverb delay kind of like I don't know, silvery quality to it with that opening riff. And um, and then obviously being a huge fan of the Twilight Zone growing up, um, to have a song that was just about the TV show, it was super cool. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the music of it matches the vibe of the show so much. Just It's so strange sounding and like the show is so strange <laughs> yeah um and it and like the um like the guitar solo like i feel like it's almost like the twilight zone in guitar solo form <laughs> if that makes sense because yeah. it's just so i don't know i'm gonna use the word strange again and like winding and it makes you think and you're, it's almost like you're watching an episode of the twilight zone trying to figure out what the heck is happening really <laughs> I, I would say that i i think that the the episode that the guitar solo was most like would be the episode that she hates he ruined my life making me watch this episode <laughs> oh, no. the time enough at last episode about the guy who all he wants to do is read his wife doesn't let him read his boss doesn't oh, yeah. let him read Burgess like the bomb goes off, yeah. destroys the town, and he's the yeah. only one left. He goes to read, his glasses fall off. Yes. He can't read. <laughs> that's the and that's how it ends. About it. And I feel like yeah. Alex's solo kind of does that because at the end it just like does this bend up and it doesn't really resolve. Yeah. And so I feel like it kind of yeah. leaves you hanging and like, well, what's going on? Where where is this going? Yeah, it really matches. That's it. cool observation. I like that. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. That was a great episode, by the way. But yeah, it was it pissed me off. <laughs> it's still Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Burgess Meredith. <laughs> Tim. Do you like it? Uh, uh, yes, I do like the song Twilight Zone. Now, I had no because since I wasn't a Twilight Zone TV show watcher, I just thought this was Neil just coming up with, you know, I I, I, saw, I knew about what the show was, you know, that it was all weird stuff, yada, yada, yada. So that's what I figured. I had no clue until much later on that, yeah, he was taking scenes from, you know, a couple of different episodes. When I listened to it and I heard it once today and yesterday and only one of them on purpose. So, wait, what? <laughs> well, no, yesterday I put on my Rush playlist and I hit uh, Twilight Zone. Today gotcha. I just had it on the shuffle. Yeah, Jay, I was shuffling a Rush playlist. <laughs> <laughs> and it came on. So, what the one thing I remember at first going, 
Well, why don't they do the do 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 do? You know, that's Twilight Zone right there. But yeah. it's okay. It's probably it, like it, it, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the song, except for, I mean, I mean, they could have done these lyrics, but the vocalizations nothing like this band. But to me, it's very Pink Floydish. You know, that. especially that's from the Twilight Zone. It's kind of funny you should mention that from the show that that melody is yeah, just part of it. Yeah, is it Jay? Is it funny? I don't know. Well, it is funny. I think it's funny tonight. Um, I think it's I think it fits on the 2112 album perfectly. Um yeah, it's it's sort of you know, and it's not one of those songs where you would say, Yeah, they got their you know their gagas out on, but I think they were having fun with this song, you know. Um nothing really crazy, crazy drum wise. Um uh, some really nice guitar playing. I, I like I like the sort of kind of bluesy feel to me in the verses. Because um, they yeah, switch from like the a swing beat, yeah, in the verses to more of a straight beat in the right, mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, so that you besides, don't you know, besides the very creepy Getty Lee whisper track. <laughs> which just yeah <laughs> it, it's just it was <laughs> i thought the voice was coming from my head but thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah and that's that that that's a little creepy now for those of you that have indulged in this it is a really good song to listen to if you are inebriated, inebriated, what's the word? It's a certain word the French call, I don't know what. <laughs> inebriated? You know, may, maybe if, you, if you've had a couple of these oh or four, or maybe you were smoking <laughs> that wacky weed. <laughs> yeah. This isn't passage to Bangkok. Yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. You know, you smoke out during passage to Bangkok and then you're just Oh yeah, Twilight Zone, man. <laughs> oh, oh, what the heck? What is that whispering? <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of funny. I, I didn't think about that. When was the last time you actually smoked a joint, Tim? <laughs> it was 1969, May 21st. Wow, that's that's so impressive. Before, before you were born. born. That's, that's probably the best time. It was, <laughs> no, I was about eight seven eight months old at the time oh, okay. <laughs> yeah but Good see both you. but see my parents were you know hippies so of course i was brought up on wacky weed <laughs> yeah, they put it in your bottle <laughs> my, my, my mother did not believe in pacifiers but she, a lot, doesn't it, Jay? She, she believed in big old fat joints and she <laughs> would stick that wow. in you know. <laughs> Oh my 
gosh. And after a couple of minutes, I'd stop crying. <laughs> that. So. But you got really hungry, though. <laughs> yes, golly. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. What, <laughs> what about vital signs? Oh, wait, 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 vital signs. Shane, oh, Shane. Shane. Oh. You didn't talk about your oh, I guess thoughts. It did. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I guess lyrically, super cool that he could take three episodes of a show and condense it down into so few words i do like the the same things y'all said the kind of spacey eerie sound in the recording tim and i were talking yesterday about one of the um mm -hmm. we're talking about this band that i used to be in and we recorded this album we had this one song tripping out and i said hey tim remember when our drummer at, in that band remember todd whispered the was it the, I don't remember if it was the chorus of the verse, but I guess it was a verse. And I said, guess where I stole that from? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, tripping out, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I always, I, you, you know, you, we were talking, joking about passage to Bangkok, but yeah, it goes really well with the whole vibe of 2112. And it kind of just completes the circle, I think, of just that weirdness of 2112, especially. I don't know, I guess following Caress of Steel maybe doesn't seem all that weird, but in the <laughs> grand scheme of what you might hear on the radio, I'm sure that people that were, when, when 2112 came up, no matter what they were listening to, or the Twilight Zone, they were just, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought that the B side of 2112 was kind of like um, them just relaxing and having a good time after doing the beast that is 2112. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the calm after the storm or peace after the wars. <laughs> Sorry about that. I almost left off my Twilight Zone. How Don't. dare you, sir? I'm sorry. How dare you, sir? All right. Enough from you. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, no, no. Hey, you gotta <laughs> cut him off or he'll you do. He'll start. Yeah. He'll start talking about science, the science trying, of Twilight I'm, Zone I'm and the mythology of Twilight Zone. It's just yeah. a song. It's a song about a TV show. Nope. Yeah. Wait, Let you, it go. Do you, know where, do you know where time and space collide, Tim? Because I was <laughs> the other day. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, and speaking of science, it's going to be really hard to not do that for vital signs. So I'm going to need. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of restraint. Oh, here we for go. vital signs. Amber. <laughs> so who wants to start us off with vital signs? Well, I will since I was since I was so lame for Twilight Zone. Um, <laughs> so vital signs, you think vital signs, you know, pulse, heart rate, that sort of thing to measure a human's health or well-being physically. And I think with the song Vital Signs that Neil took these scientific terms and phrases and phenomenon and, you know, there's some, there's some meteorology in it and I guess some, some chemistry and electricity and some, even some computer science. And he uses these phrases to kind of describe the human function or form, the human condition mm -hmm. and like these phrases as the vital signs for how well a human is doing, not necessarily just physically, no, not but their health, but just, I think more experiential. And then, so he has things like everybody's got to deviate from the norm and elevate from the norm. 
and everybody needs reverse polarity and because that's usually a bad thing, right? Reverse polarity, just give, like if you have it in your outlet and you have something plugged in, it's going to start a fire. So it's a bad thing. But then here he is saying that we need it. And um, the line about um, pause, rewind, replay, it was funny. I, I didn't really ever get what that was about until I was listening to another podcast, the Something for Nothing, the Rush Man cast. And the guy pointed out that that line reminded him of the movie Groundhog Day. Steve from the Rushman cast, <laughs> pause, rewind, replay, where you get into a routine, into habits, and you just do the same thing every day. And that's your routine. And you don't really ever, you don't ever deviate from the norm. And I think that Neil is using this song to say that when you just live that routine life and you don't have any deviations from what you usually do, that you, you don't have, your vital signs aren't showing that you're very healthy experientially i guess is that a word experientially it is now <laughs> it is now <laughs> and then i was going to try to work in lamp we already did the lamp gag but i was going <laughs> to say i think he's kind of saying that if if you're not living life in that way and just doing the same things over and over again that you're not really in the, any more alive than a lamp because if you think about it like and i picked lamp so they could do the gag but in general not any more alive than an appliance because without the electricity flowing into it and doing whatever it's made to do and then flowing out of it, it's it's really nothing. I love toaster. <laughs> do you, Tim, do you love toaster or do you just see a toaster and... I love toaster. I love toaster. Okay. <laughs> I love toaster too. I like toast. Toast is good. <laughs> toast, toast is good. Here's to here's to, here's <laughs> to rush. Here's to toasts. <laughs> well, that's some stream of consciousness right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then musically, you know, it's got a lot of Alex's. I've said I say it probably every episode how I love Alex's kind of ska esque style. And then what's cool about this one is that it starts off and he's doing the accents on two and four four verse. And then he changes it up and he's on one and three and then he pauses and it comes at an odd time. And if you're, if you're trying to count it, it, you get a little mixed up because it's a little, it's not just the same straight two and four, but if you're just listening to it casually, you don't even notice it. It's just so smooth and flows with the song. And, and then the just kind of reminds me of like uh like the graph. If someone was doing an EKG, that kind of reminds me of, of vital signs even itself it sounds like vital signs that's awesome i kept it short how'd i do guys did i keep it short enough i, I thought that was great i, I, okay. and I, I, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it thanks that's a compliment from tim, tim that's a compliment so yeah i i love the the part of the lyrics that you brought up too pause we rewind we replay if i could talk <laughs> Um, but, we want um, rewind. No, but the um, warm memory chip, random sample, hold the one you need. And Neil is so great at taking, um, just in short phrases of being able to kind of take you on a, a mental journey. Because you know, pause, rewind, replay, warm memory chip. You know that concept of you're just living your life in that cycle that you brought up, and then he like turns it on its head, random sample, hold the one you need. If you can break out of that cycle and go to something random, that's going to give you what you need and help you, you know, 
Evolate from the norm, <laughs> as Getty puts it later. <laughs> Evolate. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I, I love this one. This was actually the <laughs> the song that pushed me over the edge and want, made me learn the bass also because it's such a cool cool bass line (laughs) just right up there front and center and then of course it's the only time that getty takes a legit solo um on the bass and so that was always super cool to me that definitely um that i just love that thing a legit a legit solo uh in a record in a recorded song because obviously i'd like you to i'd like to ask you to back up on track and go to witch hunt there is no guitar solo it's a bass solo (laughs) one song same album right before vital signs you missed it (laughs) so you have to go learn vital signs and come back right Oh, actually, well, yeah, go, have to go. No, do me a favor. Go listen to Witch Hunt. Boom. Bam. That Bam just owned. happened. Yep. Yeah, okay. Now that I think of it, but, yeah. But, but it's a great bass solo. It is. It is. It's too late. Yeah, now yeah. that you say that, I do remember yeah. that. But at the time when I learned Vital Signs, I was like, this is the only bass solo. <laughs> but so, yeah. But yes, it is. And then, I mean, because obviously, um later you know you look at love and strange auto and he takes an epic bass solo there and then you know there's so many other places that arguably he could have a bass solo um but yeah for what i was what i meant was at the time me learning the bass i'm like this is the only time he's done a bass solo so obviously I have to learn this. Well, and 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 I understand what you're saying because you could say, well, wait a second, he also did bass solos in YYZ, but yeah. th- but that's at a stopped part of everybody. You know, it's just him. It's not. Yeah. Drums aren't carrying on. Guitars not carrying on. And so you get the same thing in Witch Hunt and then Vital Signs. They're all guitar and drums are still doing their thing, but it is Getty stepping out and playing lead bass <laughs> you know Lavila Strangiato, it's not really a bass solo it's a little now i mean drums are going but there's no guitar it's yeah, just it's a little quick like jam little in the jam. rhythm section yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah that's what i love about um about vital signs in particular is that getty like he he takes more of a lead role because i mean alex is just doing mainly um rhythm guitar the whole time he doesn't have his trademark kind of blending of rhythm and lead and so it it leaves more space for getty to just wail yep i'll go next sweet i wanted you to go last nope (laughs) vital signs has anybody seen the video for Vital Signs? Not in concert video, but the video. I nope. don't think I remember. Okay, everybody has got homework tonight. <laughs> you said there'd be YouTube. no math. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's nothing big. All the videos that they did from moving pictures 
it's just them, you know, in the studio recording, you know. But on this particular video, they tricked it up a little bit. Uh, at, at at the beginning of the song, you get through the uh, first verse, and then you get to the do 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 do. But it's really, you know, tight and crisp. Well, at the beginning of the song, it's just all regular face, nothing big. But then they all put on sunglasses <laughs> for that part right there, which got me thinking. Was that them trying to be cool or was that them trying to look like the band, The Cars? Anyways, so wouldn't that negate the coolness? <laughs> Excellent point, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> you, you, you got you got an issue with the cars you might think it's crazy but <laughs> uh, this is what Our i son. love this is what i love about vital signs um everything that y'all have said i completely agree with i love the Better. the left right speaker of the beginning with alex's guitar that is so good um Neil, once again, he's and and the late great Taylor Hawkins said this while inducting Rush into the Hall of Fame. He wasn't just his drum parts weren't just keeping time, just drum parts. They were as musical as any of the notes Getty ever played on keyboard, bass, or Alex ever played on the guitar. And and his approach to this song, just the beginning, uh, steady 16th notes on the hi-hat, and then the kick drum with just that little splash cymbal hit. It's just, it's so choice. Um, my favorite part of the song, and I can imagine this, and... Who did the first Avengers movie, Jay? Joss the first Whedon one? Tim. Yeah, not the actor, but who, who directed that? Joss Whedon. Uh, Tim. Joss okay. Whedon. I think, he... is your name Jay? Mm, <laughs> watch out, he'll change. Jay Seymour, Tim. Jay Seymour. See, when, when, when Hulk shows up, or Bruce shows up, and he hulks out, and then they all start really kicking the alien butt. Yes. The The next part in Vital Signs should have been the music playing when they really just open it up the da 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 but just have that music, and I would have been, yes, Hulk smash. <laughs> it just makes me think of, you know, the heroes, you know, rising to the occasion and coming, coming in to just smash evil. And then it gets quiet again with a really cool uh, drum solo or drum field to get us back down. Uh, I And now, what drum does Neil use at the beginning when they go into um well whatever the words are but it's the it comes it 
all the music stops and you hear a tired mind become a shapeshifter. What drum is he using? I don't know. Is it like a piccolo snare or something? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not not the not the not the little tap, but the, he does a dun, 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 a tired mind becomes a shapeshifter. No, it is not a snare drum. Name I, it, Jay. I, I used to know. I just can't think of it right now. <laughs> I just don't want to say it right now. It's his timbales. That's right. Yes. Timbales. Oh, right. I love timbales. How many, <laughs> how many, how many rock bands and or rock songs have you ever heard? And we're talking about rock. So we're not talking about Tejano music, nothing like that where the timbales get showcased a little bit that's a very good point i'm just gonna say that now my favorite lyric comes at the very end right before they start to fade when getty for some reason sings everybody gets lemonade from the north (laughs) (laughs) i i think you might have misheard that (laughs) no I, I've never looked at the lyric sheet before, but that's what I hear him Everybody say. Everybody gets <laughs> lemonade from the north. Is that what it's? Yeah, yeah. Everybody gets lemonade from the north. Everybody gets lemonade. <laughs> I, I, now I could be mistaken, but I think it's actually everybody got to elevate from the norm. Jay, you're wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling I'm you, man. You're right. Listen I'm totally to right. We got that wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I did. I used to think that's what he was saying. That's funny. Which I like makes, that line better. Which, which <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever for everything else. Deviate from the norm and all that stuff. Why would he start saying get lemonade from the north? <laughs> I think had to that deviate would... from the norm. Yeah. And you know what? Exactly. Make sure you're paying attention. See? Yes. <laughs> there we go. That's a great that's a good good point. I love but it. But I, I love that song now. Now, and I know I've talked to Jay and Shane about this. Let's see if Adam and Julianne know. What song from moving pictures was their last song to play on the moving pictures tour? I don't know. Mm. I never watched that one. What would you think it is? So we it's the, the moving picture. It, it's not we bad. got the beat. Oh. Don't pull bad because we talked about it and I don't know. Because <laughs> he doesn't listen. So, I mean, what, what would you think? I To me, I would have thought it would have been either Tom Sawyer or maybe Limelight. On the moving pictures tour, mm-hmm. 1981. Okay. No, it was vital signs i was just gonna say that <laughs> yes it I was vital signs <laughs> and That's now speak up jay because you're usually right now yeah now you you, you have watched the concerts have you watched the grace under pressure tour concert i don't remember which ones that we've seen i don't know have we watched that one because you have quite a few <laughs> mm. 
Does yeah. that, 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 I haven't that, seen that one yet. Okay, so it, it's not like how they really gave us the entire show with, you know, R40 and R30 and um, Russian Rio, Snakes and Arrows, where you're pretty much getting the entire show. No, Grace Under Pressure, just like the Exit Stage Left concert, it's all cut up. You're not getting the whole show. But in their encore for Grace Under Pressure, the... Uh, they go into vital signs and the crowd, when we get to the heroes are rising up to go kick some butt, the crowd <laughs> is going insane. <laughs> That's okay. a great, it's, it's a great song. It's a great song. I like vital signs. I love vital signs. <laughs> we do, know you, do you Tim? <laughs> do you? Yes. I love vital signs. I love vital signs. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jim went longer than me this time. Oh, I think so. Well, when you love Jim. something, I'm, I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud of you, Julianne. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this song was a slow burn for me for a long time. Um, in kind of me getting it, I don't know why. Like it was because, like, I love most every single rock song, but for whatever reason, like, it took me a while to, like, quote, get this song, but then once it clicked, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, really, really cool, and I, I just love the opening synth, so I, I'm a sucker for anything synth, just, like, explains my obsession with, like, um, all of the 80s Rush albums, <laughs> but uh, I love the synth in the beginning, and I liked what you were saying about um, before with doing or both you you were saying it too but like doing something different um changing things up because that's something that um like a principle that is highlighted in my life all the time because I'm in the pre and postnatal field as like my day job and that something we talk about in fitness all the time is if you train something the same way all this time you're going to be really good at doing it in that way so let's do something different and get better at every single way of doing something and so that's just a principle that I think about every day and so I like love that this song just highlights that principle and nice. the yeah the ending is just something else <laughs> like the it's like it's the same exact line but then it just it's different every time he does it and so then it just like draws you into like this ending of it seems like it's never ending but then I don't know it's really cool. So yeah, this is a really cool track and a really cool way to end the album, I think, too. I never noticed that. He's kind of in the ending. I never know in the ending, he's uh mixing it up. Yeah. yeah. Like just mixing it up between elevate, elevate, escalate, deviate. <laughs> he's doing what the song says you should do. I never noticed That's that. really fascinating. <laughs> that just wow, blew my cool. mind. I just I know. <laughs> awesome. That's some pretty present. Glad we did this. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call in sick to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. Tim's never blown up his mind. Is never blown. <laughs> He's usually the mind blower. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Good job, Jay. I don't right. think we've heard from you about the vital signs. We haven't. Well, first of all, I want to mention something. We're talking about the. The music. Um, I was reading uh, this uh, thing on the interwebs. <laughs> Jay it was, was from, reading. <laughs> it was from an. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I'll teach you sometime, Tim. Uh, so <laughs> um, there's an article from the uh, a book or a magazine called uh, Guitar for the Practicing Musician. It was the interview with Neil Peart. And he made the statement. He said, I, I still think this song represents a culmination, the best combination of music, uh, lyrics, and rhythm. And it opens up so many musical approaches uh, from being very simplistic and minimal to becoming very overplayed. Uh, everything we wanted in a song is there. So that song was very special to us. Um, I So it's special to, to Neil. Uh, and I, I see that. I, keep, I see it's a nice culmination of it. It's not just for me. Usually when I listen to, to Rush song, I focus on one area or the other. I don't really, I, I hear the whole, this one, I hear the song as a whole. Um, as far as some of my uh, observations, let me, I wrote, I read them down. Um, let me see. Oh yeah. Well, first of all, I like the fact that it's got this reggae police sound to it. <laughs> Everybody got it. You know, I like that. And um, it's it's catchy, of course. Um, I didn't really focus on the lyrics that much, but I, I do. I like it. Uh, alluded to what uh, to allude back to, or speak back to what Shane mentioned earlier about basically Neil is using techno speak uh, to uh, kind of draw comparisons in the uh, to and, and to to par parallel to the human experience uh and i, I thought that was kind of cool and of course basically a common this i think the lyrics kind of a common theme for neil is you know to you know don't just go with the go with the the flock you know elevate yourself uh be be better be you uh don't don't just be a you know, follower, perhaps. Yeah. But overall, I absolutely love this song. This is a, I, I, I never really listened to it that much before, but now I can't get it out of my damn head. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yes. Now, now, now job, once again, and I've Good said job. this before, so what if we got everybody in the world to listen to this song, understand the lyrics, and start acting upon the lyrics so everybody now is deviating from the norm aren't we all just doing the same thing then <laughs> Ooh. now did that just blow your mind it did it did you can't Come see because i'm wearing a hat but it's totally <laughs> held it in <laughs> all right is it voting time I think so. Time. I think we've got to make oh, our decisions. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, I mean, I'll start it off. I think for me, it's always going to be Vital Signs. I, As much as I love Twilight Zone and as much as I had a fixation on that, um, just everything that we brought up about Vital Signs and how um, how much you can really hear the band enjoying playing it in the recording and just especially neil's immaculate um drum 
composition just like was already brought up going from simple to complex and just takes you on this wave and you know each instrument if you were to listen you know three times in a row and just focus on each each player you're going on a diff completely different trip and so i think it's you know an easy choice for me to to hang on to vital signs yeah cool i guess i'll just say the same like <laughs> so choose vital signs like going in i really didn't know what i was going to choose because i do like both of them but i think my choice is vital signs i guess i don't love herself well, we don't want to hear from Tim next. Shane, what do you think? What what, is, I, what was your this this really made me think because I've been I've said for a while that it's too difficult to pick like the top five, top ten, top fifteen. So this song made me think, and I was able to narrow down to a top six Rush songs, and Vital Signs is in it. So oh wow, Vital Signs wins for me. Cool, nice, Jay. Well, <laughs> I personally, um, I. I I personally, you know, I love the Twilight Zone song and uh, I love all the creepy whispery stuff with Getty Lee's <laughs> vocals, but I mean, yeah, it, to, to allude to what you were saying, it sounds like they're having fun when they're playing and, and it's just, it's, it's just a great song. So yeah, it's vital signs for me. Well, there you have it. Everyone has voted. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Now, Tim is going to... I'm going to shock the world. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which means I, you might agree with us. I, uh, I'm sorry to say this, but you guys are all wrong. <laughs> oh, and it, I'm sorry. And, it, and, and it's been proven in a court of law. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not Twilight Zone, and it's not Vital Signs. The best song between the two is Rivendell. Um, <laughs> I love was that song know. actually between the two and like album wise i'm not even mad at that no. let, let, so let me so let me let me let me just throw out Rivendell. one more thing before i actually give my correct answer <laughs> what if twilight zone or we could do the reverse of that but let's say what if twilight zone was on moving pictures so uh better mm. production it would sound way different better sounding you know uh they they had the they had the money and a little bit more time to spend in the studio um what do you think would that be enough of a difference maker i to honestly think it would fit it, it it could it could yeah. you know it could fit but um there's no sense in wondering what could have been it didn't happen and it's never going to so, so the, the obvious unanimous winner is vital signs yes <laughs> which i was really wow. hoping to deviate from the norm on that <laughs> uh, and I go have some did. lemonade from the north. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Wow. We should call this episode "Lemonade from the North." <laughs> that, I, that's a great idea. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's that's great. That was great. 
I like this. This was a fun way of taking two songs and you know putting them head to head. This is why well you don't have to decide what's my favorite Rush song on this album yeah. or what's my favorite but just take a couple random songs and stick them together. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, we should pretty cool. We should have them on again for like the next bracket or something like that. Yeah. We do pregame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pre oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But, yeah super fun. I mean, but if, if we want it to be a competition, <laughs> you can't have a song from moving pictures. Okay. That's true. Okay. Fair okay. enough. We'll choose different what, ones. That, yes. Yeah, you, real you quick, Tim, what? rank the Rush albums for them. Oh, oh the, yeah. You'll love yeah. that. that go. That's going to be easy. Okay. <laughs> Moving Pictures is number one. And then second is all the other albums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not kidding. I know. Uh, I mean, I, I know a lot of people. I'd, 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 like, I'd like somebody to prove me wrong. I can't. I can't prove you wrong on that. Okay, then. You can't. It can't be proven wrong. <laughs> all the other albums are second. <laughs> And, and and they're not, and it's not even like a a close second where one is almost in third. I mean, they all they ran the race, and Moving Pictures is a minute twenty ahead of all the other albums that came in right at five minute flat. Yeah. So hmm. cool. Well, I mean, if we did do it, the next two. Sorry, the next the next bracket does not have anything from vital from oh, moving pictures. Uh, <laughs> well, it so works out. I think it we'll would be we'd be safe. So. Be safe. <laughs> yeah, this was super fun. It was really fun yeah. to get to know you guys as well. Yeah. Yes. You guys Likewise, too. Yes. It was fun. And I, and I did want to say too that y'all do a really cool job with the brackets, the the organizations and the groupings of the songs. Oh, are you spent hours doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. Really the, cool. so do you have the a way that now? I did that was. It was actually when we were apart for a couple months. Um, so I had the our apartment all to myself. And I was like, I got this crazy idea. I was like, okay, so how would that look if we were going to just have head-on-head battles with head-to-head -head battles with every single song? And then I was, and then I had that moment where I'm like, well, it could, we can't do the first album just because, um, Neil isn't there and even though he didn't write um all of the lyrics for Fly by Night he at least was influencing the music and influencing the direction of the lyrics and so I didn't think it was fair to bring in the first album to go head to head against the, to against go against the bulk of Neil's writing um and so then from there I had to figure out okay well how how would I group them what kind of is some categories that can that these songs can get grouped under and so i ended up picking 14 different um headings and so then it took quite a bit of time but <laughs> so the they've been set for what almost two years now oh, and wow. so um now we're finally able to start doing it more consistently but yeah the it's it's all planned out as far as the pairings um and so it's just going to be a, a fun ride to see how it all all pans out eventually. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's yeah, a lot I'm of songs. Forward. Yeah. And oh, I want to say what's exciting about this is the fact that 
there's a chick on the podcast. <laughs> a rush podcast. Right. A rush podcast. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, it's just like That's the impressive. reporter, well, the reporter riding around with Getty and Alex and asking them, so what motivates you? What keeps you still wanting to do this? And Alex says, the chicks. <laughs> <laughs> it is a unique thing. Married Rush fans with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah that is great. Really cool. though. Yeah. Well, I can't get my wife to listen to Rush or my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Well, this has been super fun, you guys. Yeah. Yes, it has. Yes. yes. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and thanks for having great. us. Great. Oh, our pleasure. <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely enjoy your guys's um approach to, to covering all the rush songs as well um because you know we we get a little bit more serious and sometimes because i'm very much in my head a lot um but i really like how just at ease you guys are just like messing around with each other and just having a fun time because i think you know it's important to see that there's the serious side of rush and there's the fun side of rush and oftentimes there's cross more often so cool super fun yeah awesome thank you guys appreciate that all right what's the easiest way to find your show um we do have a website you can go to rushdiscuss.com and then you know you can pick your pick your poison on spotify um apple podcasts pretty much any podcast um hosting place or podcast anything that um presents you with a podcast you should be able to find us um we do have youtube um and so we're gonna start utilizing video a, a video element a little bit more um in this upcoming bracket yeah but, and we're on go. instagram at rush discussion and facebook at the rush discussion yep cool yeah awesome and we're every rush song.com and at every rush song on Every social media platform. Cool. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but Tim has a great way of ending a podcast episode. (laughs) If you would indulge us. (laughs) Providence, Rhode Island. You've been a wonderful audience tonight. Thank you very kindly. Good night.